Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Cobbers, from the land down under, this is the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast. Whether you're with the Strikers, the Stars or the Sixers, you might be a renegade, enjoy the heat, love the thunder, like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes. Brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk. Tie your kangaroo down, put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun. It's gonna be a ripper. Big Bash 10. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Big Bash Daily. Thanks to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of these Big Bash Dailies. Snapping up the right mortgages for you. Give them a follow on Twitter as well, at Blue Croc Money. And we are towards the end. The death is probably the right way of putting it. The Melbourne Renegades need 73 more runs to win, 19 balls left of their innings. And they were looking pretty pretty at one stage in this chase but it just sums up their season they are lacking in confidence they are lacking in runs and they are capitulating at the moment against the Adelaide Strikers the Adelaide Strikers they made 171 for five in their innings and at one stage when the fourth wicket fell they were themselves struggling a little bit in their setting of the pace in this match Alex Carey was out on the final ball of the 11th over when it was 72 for four but then Ryan Gibson 43 not out. Jake Weatherold made 51, led them to 171 for five. They used the power surge nicely. And the Adelaide Strikers, they lost Aaron Finch first ball, then Mackenzie Harvey 34, and Sam Harper 31. Gave them what looked like a very solid platform for chasing down these runs. It hasn't been the case though. They have fallen apart in front of our very eyes. I'm joined by our fan reps, one of them, the Melbourne Renegades fan rep, Naman Shah. And Naman, this it looks like it's going to be the seventh straight defeat for your boys. And that's not looking great, is it? Not at all, James. Also, if we compare their season to the last year, nothing has been changing so far. And also, I see Finch, their star player, is not clicking at present. And also, I'm not liking his captaincy even today. He should have completed Imad Wasim's fourth over, but I don't know what made him go through. Uh, Lela, he for fourth over, he went for 51 runs. So, these are small things, but overall, they are failing to score even 100 runs in every match. Might be, uh, their key players, uh, Nabi and Imad Wasim, everyone needs to now strike together and uh, play well. But, uh, yes, uh, sadly, they are even failing to score 100 runs together in every match. Another wicket falls. Richardson goes. He skies one to deep cover. He goes for one. And the Renegades are 100 for eight. 
or if you're listening in Australia, eight for 100. But the Renegades certainly falling apart in front of our very eyes, as they have been doing for much of this Big Bash 10. And Rito, when Aaron Finch was out first ball, I mean, a lot's on his shoulders as captain, their star batsman, really. They were without Sean Marsh today, he was on paternity leave. So a lot was on Aaron Finch in terms of that chase. He was out first ball, kind of strangled down the leg side. He threw off his helmet, threw down his bat, kicked everything as he walked into the dugout. Not a happy chappy. And sometimes, I mean, knowing Aaron Finch, he's a trier. He's 100% committed to what he's doing. Sometimes you can try a little bit too hard, can't you? It's just not working for him. Yes, James, that has been the case for him. He hasn't been in the runs at all, this BBL. And unfortunately for him and his team, they're only staying, going to stay at the bottom of their table. Like He has to find an out again a way out of their what into their eighth game of this tournament now probably as the captain he can't take a break now but he has to find a way so that he can relax a bit and enjoy the game it's important to enjoy it Nice shot from Fraser McKirk. Too little too late, though, I feel, as he drives that one straight back down the ground off Peter Siddle for a boundary. But looking at the Renegades' batting, and the batting's been the problem, I think, really, for the Renegades. Sean Marsh, who isn't there at the moment, might miss the next game as well with the arrival of his third child. Good luck to him with that. But he's uh, averaging 35, 247 runs for him. You can take him out of the equation in terms of any criticism. But then you look down the rest of the team, and, and the big hitters for the Renegades, Aaron Finch, 132 runs at 18, a strike rate of 125, which is slow for him there's nobody else that's really higher than sort of 20 in terms of average and the strike rates are all low there's just no confidence in that team now man and I don't know where you get it from at this stage of the tournament it must be quite a sad place to be or a frustrating pretty somber place to be that Renegades dressing room very much uh, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast the Finch has tasted the blood of RCB and uh, he is and they are going through it right now and uh, what I feel right now is Nabi, Finch and Imad Wasim, these are the three main players who need to take the ownership over here and set an example for the others how to proceed with the tournament. But uh, yes, uh, in absence of Sean Marsh, Finch is the key player over here and at least one or two matches he'll have to show the class he's made up of and take them through. Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin-safe performance, compact design, advanced engineering, ceramic blade, waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers, revivers, preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, get on there now. We saw um, a good example of how the big bash boost point can work in this game because Adelaide Strikers really did put the squeeze on the Melbourne Renegades. The Melbourne Renegades at one stage needed nine off six and towards the end of the 10th over to chase down the runs to be ahead at the halfway stage. And then Danny Briggs' 10th over, he got rid of Sam Harper and then Mohamed Nabi, who had a very poor innings today. He just ate up balls and didn't really score too many runs. He ended up being bowled 
Wes Eager for seven off 16 deliveries. And in the 10th over, a load of dot balls. And all of a sudden, the Renegades fell very much short at the 10th over mark. And the strikers took that point. But it was a, a nice sort of close contest, that, which gave a little bit of an extra dimension, Rito, at that stage of the innings. James, I thought probably Melbourne Renegades' whole campaign has been summed up, summed up by the 10th over. They needed four of six deliveries with the nine wickets in hand. One extra that bash would point. And still, they failed to get it by three runs. Branny Briggs considered just a run and pick up, picked up the wicket of Sam Harper in that over. So that's really, they are very low on confidence. Otherwise, four of six, probably you can do that in club cricket as well. That's cloudy thinking now, man, isn't it, from your boys? Because, you know, you're just knocking that around for a single. You can maybe have the odd dot ball, but knock it around for ones, pick up the point. And obviously, with only five points on the board, any point you can get are a bonus. So... Um, that is kind of cloudy thinking, bred from lack of confidence, bred from just not being positive enough. Not at all. It is clearly being seen. And also, they are more of uh, thinking about getting those uh, three points and not thinking about the first 10 overs and how to make the target into half and then uh, approach uh, it. Because when things are not going right, you have to approach these targets in phases. So they should have thought about the first 10 overs, approach it first and then seen the first point because at the business end, uh, every point is going to matter a lot. So they should have sealed this easily and uh, then maybe go into the second gear and chase the remaining. But uh, yes, they failed. They are failing uh, in both ways in every department, in every match. So they have a lot to think about. Also, I feel uh, Imran Tahir's withdrawal has affected them. They needed one uh, player like him who will bring a different sort of energy in Renegades. But uh, yes, uh, for as of now in this season, uh, they have uh, everything to deal with. And I feel Fint is the key person who can lift them up. I'll tell you what, where's Ager? Just bowled a delivery there. Short pitched. It was heading towards the left shoulder of Josh Layla, who just leant out of the way and just managed to get something on and get it away for a, a single off his gloves, I think, in the end. But that was a brute of a delivery. Probably that one delivery there sums up the uh, the match today. Adelaide Strikers having packing a lot more punch in this innings and the uh, Renegades not having really the answer for that. Um, next ball swung away down to deep square, but we can call this match now. That's another one to the score. But 62 required from eight balls left. You do the maths. Unless there's a whole plethora of no balls and wides, the Adelaide Strikers are going to comfortably win this game. What that's going to mean to the table, the Melbourne Renegades, having played eight, will remain on five points and starting to really kind of come adrift at the bottom end there of the Big Bash ladder. Perscorchers are in seventh, having played two games less than the uh, Melbourne Renegades and a run of home games for the Scorchers and getting back into form, the Scorchers. So you'd imagine they're going to climb up the table. So the Renegades are being cut adrift at the bottom of the Big Bash ladder. For the Adelaide Strikers, though, it's a much more positive-looking table. They're going to have played eight games, 17 points. They'll be in fourth place, just behind the Hobart Hurricanes in the ladder. BlueCrocodile.co.uk Sort your mortgage in a snap. Are you a first-time buyer with your eyes on that dream house? Are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal? Let Blue Crocodile find the right mortgage for you. 10% deposit mortgages are returning. If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow, just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. Let's pick our bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's match. 
Naman, who would you nominate as your bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's game? I always uh, feel that the bowlers are underrated in the T20s, uh, so I always prefer them. I'll go with uh, Danny Briggs. I feel uh, he bowled at superb 10th over, uh, gained the big bash, uh, bash boost point for uh, the strikers. And overall also uh, bowling uh, four overs and going for the 17 runs and also striking two key wickets. Uh, I feel he has been under weather in this tournament, also replaced uh, quite a few times with X Factor, and he's doing a brilliant job uh, after that. So I'll go with Danny Briggs. Two for 17 from his four overs, 11 dot balls in the 24 deliveries that he bowled today. Riso, what about you, your bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's match? Well, I would like to endorse Naman's nomination as well, James. Uh, it has it hasn't been a very comfortable time for Danny Briggs in this tournament so far. You were, as Naman mentioned that quite a few times they have used X factor substitution against him. So for Danny Briggs to pick up two wickets for seventeen in his quota four overs was impressive. And that should lift him up. I totally agree. Really good performance from Danny Briggs. Where's Agar? I think probably in silver medal position for his three for 23 today. And on the screen in front of me, it says Adelaide Strikers win by 60 runs as Peter Siddle takes the final wicket of the Melbourne Renegades innings. It's a dismal experience being in the Renegades camp at the moment. Jason Gillespie's Adelaide Strikers, they move on with another win. But the Adelaide Strikers winning today by 60 runs. And the bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's match, Danny Briggs, is two for 17. Mortgages are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side. Blue Crocodile, making mortgages snappy and simple. Visit bluecrocodile.co.uk, follow them on Twitter at Blue Croc Money, or find them on Facebook. Blue Crocodile. Silence in the kangaroo court. Please be upstanding for Judge Badger. We have a really intriguing third test match coming up between Australia and India. And as we have two of our Indian-based fan badgers on the Cricket Badger podcast today, and obviously the Big Bash, Australian connection there, we thought we'd have a look ahead to the third test at the SCG. It's going to be the pink test in aid of uh, Glenn McGrath's charity as well. Obviously, Australia winning the first test match, India bowled out for 36 in that, after having probably the better of the play apart from in that one innings, which I know is scant uh, reward for them. But then they bounce back really nicely to take the second test match. So it leaves it beautifully poised, going to Sydney, one apiece between these two sides. And the court trial today is basically who is going to win this test match. Is it going to be Australia or is it going to be India taking the ascendancy into that fourth rubber of this very intriguing test match series? Unfortunately for one of you, you're going to have to argue for Australia. And unfortunately, Rito, that is going to be you. So we're going to let you go first. The home side, Australia, they've got plenty of firepower in their bowling and they'll be looking to bounce back like India did. Over to you, Rito. Why will Australia win the Test match in Sydney. Well, Your Honour, I would like to present my defence in favour of Australia then. As we can see, India are in a bit of turmoil at this point of time. Their star batsman Rohit Sharma and four other people have probably broken the COVID COVID protocols. They don't know about the protocols. Well, to eat in an outdoor restaurant or an indoor restaurant, what to follow, what not to follow. Then there is again a bit of confusion about the fourth test venue, about Brisbane, whether they will pray at Brisbane or not. Whether... Well, hang on. Are these senior players or under-12 players? They are not comfortable with the arrangement being made. And then we are hearing that probably Mayank Agarwal is going to set off the, of the next third test match. And uh, as we know, Umesh Yadav has 
has been ruled out of this test match or uh, test series rather and kl rahul also now news is coming in now kl rahul has also been ruled out so india are also in a bit of turmoil i know the series is level at 1 1-0 but australia too good at home to not make a stable statement and steve smith is far too good a batsman to miss out in the third consecutive test match that's the defense for australia to win this one very nicely made by rito there and i know that must be painful for you rito to be arguing against your um nation but uh, now we have naman um as rito says naman india uh, um maybe struggling a little bit in terms of their personnel heading into this third test match why are india going to be taking the third test at sydney I totally disagree with him. There is no chance India is struggling anywhere after the 36 all-out performance coming with that brilliant uh, 100 by Rahane and leading the team. And uh, it was a really good comeback, one of the best comeback by the Indians in the test cricket history. And uh, yes, uh, we were under the weather, but uh, one needs to also point out the pink ball. We had only played one test match, that two against Bangladesh uh, in India back in India. But Australia are good in terms of pink ball. Uh, they have played around six to seven test matches, and they won all of them, beating various countries such as New Zealand, Pakistan, and everything. So India is has come back with much great performance, and also Rohit Sharma coming in for Mayank Agrawal. It's only going to make their callers more up, and uh, the team struggling over here and the under the radar would be only Australia. and also the sydney i feel this week is going to be a turning wicket which is only going to help india uh, if the x factor to be considered over here if india won't uh, go with three bowlers i clearly see three spinners over here maybe uh, we can include kuldeep yadav looking at the turning pitches we, we have been seeing in the years in uh, sydney but uh, clearly with rohit sharma coming in uh, india is only going up and up and uh, i feel uh, steve smith uh, past two years since 2018 has not been there what he was in test cricket so the major owners players such as labushain and smith once uh, these players are not performing uh, we are seeing what uh, kind of uh, batting lineup uh, they are failing to score even 200 runs 150 runs uh, it's just the tailenders coming and backing later on uh, but i feel that they are i had mentioned in the earlier podcast itself yes the bowling is good but This is not the batting lineup we had been seeing in these years. The Taylors and Bowers and uh, uh, this uh, Australian side is clearly beatable, and India is going to do it again in the next test. It's a fantastic series, this one. And on terms of the Kangaroo Court decision today, it's over to you, dear listener. That's going to appear on the at cricket underscore Badger Twitter feed. Who's going to win the third Test match? Is it Naman's India? Well, I mean, it's Rito's India as well. But is it Rito's argument for Australia? as well it's a fantastic series and it's a crucial third test match in terms of uh, who takes the ascendancy into that fourth test match you decide on the at cricket underscore badger twitter feed in changing times like these make a change yourself buy your own home still living with parents or renting why not buy your first property mortgage rates are lower than ever speak to blue crocodile blue crocodile Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first-time buy a deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite. They're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. A couple of points from that. I mean, David Warner coming back, uh, it looks like, into the Australian side. 
he obviously provides uh, a little bit more, especially on his home surfaces for Australia, Rito. And Rohit coming back into the Indian side. I mean, he's one of my favourite players, Rohit Sharma. But he, if he comes in and finds form quickly, which is a big if, I guess, because he's been out for a while, but um, that adds a, a big advantage to India at the top of the order. Yes, James. Yeah, David Warner is obviously coming back into the team after a bit of injury break. And then the quality of batsmen that Australia was missing in the first two test matches with Steve Smith and Marnus Labuschagne being out of form is probably going to be filled up with David Warner's return to the top of the order. And Rohit, as you mentioned, Rohit Sharma, we don't know whether he's going to play. They're under still in the investigation for breaking COVID protocol, isn't he? So we still don't know whether he's a, 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 sure, a sure in for the third test match. So even two days are away from that match and we still don't know. So that, as I said, there's a bit of turmoil in the Indian camp going on right now. Now, man, to finish off with, I mean, if it, I mean, going to Australia for any team is never easy because, you know, regardless of how strong the Australian test side is, it's a tough place to go to. India did well last time, but that was when Australia were without Smith and Warner and that's always going to be the caveat to that success, isn't it? But obviously without Coley in the Indian side, if India... And with all of the injury problems that India have had, things haven't gone right for them in terms of their personnel ahead of this series, is, um, or during this series as well. If India can come away from Australia with a series victory, with all of those things taken into account, this would be one of the best away performances by an Indian side, wouldn't it? Absolutely, James. Sometimes, as I mentioned, we had discussed this in the last podcast as well. We saw what Pakistan did against New Zealand without the presence of uh, Babar Azam. When a star player is not there, everyone uh, put their collars up and uh, they everyone wants to perform because uh, they know that they have, will have to give their best and they will have to fill the void left over there by uh, Kohli. And uh, this Indian team is not uh, what we had, we used to see early on. Everyone are like dying for the opportunity and everyone are, yes, there are plenty of talent over there, not only who are the players present in Australia, but back in India also. Everyone are just uh, uprooting and uh, performing and uh, building their skills in not only one department. So everyone is just key to perform, uh, dying to perform over there, uh, getting the best out of what they have right now. So it's not, yes, they are, they must be feeling the absence of Foley, but uh, one has to move on and I feel the youngsters... Uh, also, not only Kohli, uh, we also do not have Ishan Sharma, we do not have Hardik Pandya, so we do not have Mohamed Shami. So, they know that we'll have to do 20 to 30% more for each player. So, yes, uh, this team is ready, I feel. And I back Ravi Shastri as a coach uh, over here. The confidence of this team is uh, high. And uh, with this team beating, coming after this 36 for all out and making it one inch, itself speaks volume. Going to be really interesting. Have your say on who is going to win the third test match at cricket underscore badger on the Twitter feed. All that remains to me today is just to really confirm that the Adelaide Strikers back up to fourth place now with 17 points from their eight games. The Melbourne Renegades, it's a sorry sight for Naman and any Renegades fans out there. Eight games played on five and very much bottom of the big bash ladder after Adelaide Strikers winning today by 60 runs. Naman and Rito, as always, thank you very much for being on the show today. Thanks a lot, James. You're welcome, James. And thank you out there, everybody, for listening. The Big Bash is really hotting up now. We're seeing some quite close games, not when the Renegades are involved, but generally speaking. And uh, it's going to be exciting to see who comes out on top of the pile 
as we go through the rest of these group games of Big Bash 10. Thanks to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of these Big Bash dailies. And to make sure you tune in again tomorrow. I've been James the Cricket Badger. I'll see you then. Big Bash 10. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.